Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you here. So... Let's dive in. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a new topic that I don't see a lot of people talking about. Sometimes they use different terms or a different terminology. And what I want to focus on is the law of transfiguration. What is the law of transfiguration, you ask? Well, technically, it means taking something from non-existence and making it existent pretty much is the law of transfiguration. But how we apply this in terms of attractiveness is that we create our external experience from our subconscious beliefs, pretty much. I know you've heard that many times, but not in the way that you think. So when it comes to dating, and let's say that you've been following this podcast for a while, you're a part of this community of spirituality, self-improvement, self-love, all these types of things, you're probably thinking to yourself, you understand about manifestation, law of attraction, things like that. Got it. Cool. But what we don't realize is how deeply ingrained our subconscious beliefs are about ourselves really are. So let's paint a scenario here. Let's say you're on a date, okay? And so you're on this date and you're with someone that is not that attractive. They're okay, right? They're like, meh. And everything's going all right, but you just, you don't feel it. In fact, you even tell yourself, oh, I always get these types of guys or I always get these kind of girls. They're okay. (sighs) Hmm. They probably really like me. Yeah, I could do better than this. I really could do better than this. I am really worth way more than this. Ugh. Why can't I get someone better? These are the things that are going on behind the scenes. In front and center, you're just trying to maintain your composure. You're just enjoying things. You're observing things. You're seeing what works, what doesn't work. You're like, okay, yeah, sure. I would love to see you again. That would be great. Awesome. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So what just happened here? What just happened was that even though you had about three layers going on, The first layer, you are just maintaining composure. You're in the experience. You're talking to the person. You're taking in the information. The second layer, you're thinking to yourself, I'm better than this person. I could do better than this. Uh, They're okay. I'm not really attracted to them that much, but these are usually the kind of people I get. Mediocre. Meh. I could easily get this type of person. What's happening in the 
third level. The third level is that in this experience, you're actually perceiving yourself as someone who is attractive to this type of person. You're seeing yourself as someone who can easily attract this being, right? You find yourself more attractive in this experience. So what's running the show is how you actually feel about yourself and what happens most of the time. That person's going to call you to go on a second date or they may even start liking you even more. And you're like, oh, why do I keep getting the ones that I don't want and not the ones I want because of what's going on in the background, right? Let's go to scenario B. Now you're on this date and you met someone who is, oof, very attractive. They're very attractive. They seem like they're the whole package. They seem really smart. They're respectful. They're kind. They're funny. They just seem really, really great. And in this, on the first level, you're enjoying this experience. You're like, wow, this is so awesome. This is so cool. Like, I really, really like this person. The second level, you're thinking, I really, really like this person. I wonder if they like me too. Hmm. I wonder if they really like me or are they just talking to me because they want something? Uh, maybe they just want to sleep with me. Eh, they don't really want a relationship. What would they want with me anyway? It's not like I'm a model or anything. They must want something out of me. Mm. I'm not even that pretty. Not even that attractive. Oh, what do I do if they try to make a pass at me? I don't even know. Mm. You just went down this whole rabbit hole. And then guess what? You just sent a signal to that other person that you're not that great. That's actually what the other person did to you also that made you feel like they were just okay. So now... You started off strong initially. That's how you attracted them. But then you started to subconsciously send the other person signals that you weren't good enough for them. And truth be told, nobody wants anything that's not good enough for them. Everyone wants the best of the best. The best within their capacity is what they want. So... This is how this works. We actually hypnotize other people with our energy into believing what we believe about ourselves, not what we believe about them. Mm. And we don't realize it, but not only our subconscious mind and our energy sending those signals to that other individuals because we communicate 90% nonverbally. Not only are we hypnotizing the other person to believe this, we're not even aware of our body language. We're not aware of our facial expression. There are micro expressions that happen that are perceived within a split second and most people don't catch it, but it is all subconscious. So you might carry yourself in a more inferior way if you believe that you are not good enough 
for another person. If you start losing that confidence or you start believing something else, such as, uh, these types of guys are untrustworthy. These types of guys are no good. These types of women are heartless individuals. These type, you know, you start telling yourself this story, you're not aware of your body language, the nonverbal cues that you're sending, and you're also releasing certain pheromones as well. All of these things start coming up to the surface. Now, in the beginning, you might mask it well, and you might actually go on a couple of dates and everything feels great. But then afterwards, you get ghosted or the person just cuts you off or starts to fizzle out, you know, after some time and, and you're confused. You're like, everything was going so great. What happened? I, I felt really good about that person. And sometimes, number one, I always believe that what's for you is always for you. You can't mess that up. But second of all, we're not aware that we have more power than we assume and the way that we are attractive to others. So what's the key to remember here? The key to remember is that when you are in the presence of someone, now this goes for anything, not just dating. Let's say you want to apply this when it comes to success in the workplace, If you start believing and telling yourself subconsciously on a regular basis, I'm beyond capable. I know how to do all this stuff. I am well skilled in this. You keep telling yourself that. That information is going to start to become more expressed. Your nonverbal communication is also going to be expressed through your signals of your subconscious mind, and it will also hypnotize those around you to see your highest potential. I know it's crazy, right? We think that everything's so surface, but it's really what's deeper behind everything is what really makes all the difference. So utilize this law of transfiguration in all situations, not just with dating, but also in the workplace, or in anywhere that you have to present yourself with another person or other people. This is why it's really important to refrain from a lot of negative self-talk publicly. It's just, just so important because what happens is, is that when you continuously perpetuate those negative thoughts, negative self-talk outwardly and publicly, it makes it even more permanent. Now it's been said, it's been recorded by other minds, and they will believe you. Why do we believe that it's easier to believe that we're worse than what we are, right? Like we have this neutral slate, this blank slate, and the other person doesn't know us. They don't know what challenges we've been through what self-esteem knockers we've had to go through. They don't know behind the scenes. They don't know the story. They don't know our emotions. They don't know us. So why would you tarnish that with even telling them more about a negative belief that you have when it's just temporary? You can change your beliefs. Let people perceive you in the way that you wish to be perceived. If you don't want people to perceive you in such a way that is negative or, you know, just complaining, ah, I'm not really that good at that or 
nah, thanks, but not really. If you find yourself doing that, you are only hypnotizing the other person to just know that about you. And it's a lot harder to change the perception of others than it is for you to change your perception of yourself. You could think of something, have an aha moment at any point in time and work to try to progress forward in a different way and start shifting your mindset from within, but another person's not going to have that same experience. So refrain from complaining in front of people or saying self-deprecating things towards other people because people will believe that. They're going to believe what you say. And when it comes to bringing that to fruition, your actions and your words must be in alignment for things to become more of a truth towards other people. They hear you, all right, I hear you, but now we need to see it. So make sure that you are in alignment with your truth. So this takes time, it takes practice, and I get it, I understand, especially the conditioning that we've been under as far as the media, bullies in school or school in general, parents, family members, siblings, neighbors, friends, things people have said, things we've read, things we've watched on YouTube, whatever it is, all of these things get locked into our subconscious mind and they start feeding us unworthy thoughts that aren't ours. But the more you start absorbing those thoughts and absorbing those feelings and those thought patterns, they become a part of you and then it only sabotages you. It doesn't benefit you in any way. So try your best to stay away from a lot of things that are self-deprecating because it will feed into your mind and it's going to create these really frustrating situations for yourself that you feel like you can't get out of. So you would be surprised at how much just having that, not necessarily arrogance about yourself, but just having that love and seeing yourself in a positive light can have a true effect on attracting the other person. If anything, stay neutral, stay neutral. But what I would suggest is that if you want another person to be more attracted to you, you must feel more attractive to yourself. And it actually doesn't matter about the person, right? The person is a reflection upon us. So if we perceive this person to be really handsome, he's so fine. Oh my goodness. (laughs) He looks so good. He's so smart. He's so this, he's so that, blah, blah, blah. That's what he's projecting. He's projecting that image out for you to absorb. You do the same thing. You project the image of what you want others to perceive. Rather, that's in the workplace, dating, whatever. Same thing for guys. If you see a woman, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. She's so this and this and that. Why are you thinking that? What makes you feel that? What makes you think that? She's carrying herself in a certain way. Yes, we have features and you know different attributes that are about the other person that makes them more attractive. However, it is the way in which the person is handling themselves the way they dress, the way they walk, the way they talk, their mannerisms, their personality, their character 
is what brings that attraction out. So take that into account so that when you're in the presence of someone that you perceive as very attractive, focus on your level of attraction too. You might be able to hold that in the beginning, but fears may kick in over time. We might get a little bit more triggered. As we get closer to the person, we might start to feel it even more where we feel less adequate for the other person, the more we learn about them. But just hold your own and keep in mind that whatever you believe about yourself, that person's going to pick up on that. Whether you're saying something or you're not saying anything, you could absolutely not say anything. And that person will just say, yeah, eh, they're nice. They're okay. But I just feel like it's more of a friend. I didn't really feel that spark. I didn't really feel that connection. I'm not really interested. I didn't really feel the chemistry. That is what's going to happen. So isn't that super interesting? That was very interesting to me. So I'm going to keep that in mind when it comes to any interactions with others to make sure that I am working on myself behind the scenes to really engage in my belief system to make sure that I'm not projecting any type of low beliefs about myself and my level of attractiveness towards other people. So that's just a little bit of information about the law of transfiguration. I wanted to share it with you because I feel like sometimes when we focus on law of attraction, we might think of something as though when we're on a date with someone or we're in the company of someone that maybe it's beneficial for us to think positive thoughts about the other person, but we forget about ourselves in the process. So that is what I want us to keep in mind is that it's really about what you believe about yourself is what other people will start to believe about you as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. We have much more to cover. This is Heartblend Podcast.